Welcome to the Audiobook Loving Podcast, discussing all things audiobooks, the narrators that perform them, and the authors that write the stories, including a special series with narrator Shane East. The Audiobook Loving Podcast is brought to you by Viviana in Chapters of Books. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 13 of the Audiobook Loving Podcast. I'm so excited here to have narrator Megan Tusing. Welcome, Megan. How are you doing? I am fantastic and so happy to be here with you. Oh, yeah, it was great. I was so excited that you said that we could connect today um, for this upcoming episode. And because you were a guest back in June um, for the Audiobook Loving series, and we did the interview back then as far as, you know, getting to know you a little bit better, what your process are, is like. So we'll, I'll include the link to that interview in the description so anybody else can kind of catch up that way. But today's Great. just going to be us just kind of catching up and, uh, and happy Friday. Happy Friday. <laughs> yes, I like to say Friday. Friday, okay. Friday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 oh, goodness. Someone's like saying Tarjay. Oh my gosh, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you Maybe what? I should go to Tarjay on Friday. Yeah, that oh. would be. That would be a great new tradition. I should say oh, yeah. mm. my wallet wouldn't agree, but yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't get a boat. Anyway. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It has target has changed a little bit. So I'm not sure if people are still loving it as much as it used to back in the day, but no. you know, yeah, that's so. true. Well, we'll have to find something else that rhymes with Friday and yeah. go there. <laughs> Sunday. Happy, happy ice cream Sunday. I guess that's a different day of the week. I'm yeah. not really winning here, but no. <laughs> I'm better when people write the words and then I say them rather than me coming up with the script. <laughs> well, maybe one of our listeners can um, help us out with that then. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they can. Do some yeah. hashtag fry and then yeah. write what you think should happen on those days. Perfect. That, that'd be fun. So I want to first start off with also saying congratulations on your two uh, finalist nominations for the Audis. Thank you. Yeah. I'm so excited and yeah. still in shock. So, <laughs> yeah. So you got one nomination for um, in the science fiction genre for The Last Astronauts by David Willington. Yes, um, yeah. that is very, that was I, um, the day, so the um, Audio uh, Publisher Association released actually privately to the members um, of the group, the nominees in December. So I've known for a while and oh, wow. I pulled up the list and I was like, oh, I'll just see who's do 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 do. And then I saw my name and I cried. <laughs> and I, called, <laughs> I called my parents and it was a, such a, it was one of like the most joyful things. Cause it's not, it's just like such a wonderful thing to feel. Um, I think a lot of people probably still get imposter syndrome and I've been doing this for three years mm-hmm. and I still, well, I've been acting for 13, but specifically putting my energy toward this for this long and I just um I didn't know that that would ever happen so it was just sort of wonderful and uh yeah I just I just I was it was exciting that 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 moment happened and also because it was my hundredth book my hundredth audiobook and I got to do it in studio at Hachette with this wonderful team and it was just it was such a delight and um I felt very very excited that that book got that attention that's awesome so that's how you pronounce it. I always say hash it. Uh, yes, <laughs> like hash it. Hash it. Yes. Learn something new. Yes, uh, exactly. <laughs> so you learned about it in, in December? 
I learned about it in December. And also, big shout out to Blunder Woman. I was going to say, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, for Nevertheless, We Persisted Me Too. Um, I got to read a story in that. And I just want to do a big shout out to Tanya Eby because she's, I don't know that she realizes what a powerhouse and difference she's making in this industry mm-hmm. because she's creating content that's very like her authentic and real and not scared of showing the scary parts or the you know the more difficult parts to face but then those are usually the things that bring people together or that Mm -hmm. especially in this Instagram world where everything looks a lot prettier than maybe reality shows us I feel like she's leading us into at least in this industry a way of making vulnerability something to celebrate rather Mm -hmm. than you know uh, feel like you have to hide it and so that was really exciting to see that that book got it's it also won a sova award in 2019 and it just got an earphone award an audiophile earphone award earphones i think it's earphones not earphone i guess you would only listen to one earphone is weird so it'd be earphones award (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> nowadays with the way the technology is i i wouldn't put it past anything you're before. right if you have air they'll do the airpod award yeah probably <laughs> <laughs> the bluetooth awards because you know now you don't even have to have uh, that's right <laughs> and like in the future we won't even need them we'll just like at our brain we'll just do it yeah. <laughs> somehow that's a new sci-fi book i will be writing <laughs> yes. now i love tanya and it's definitely what i was going to include and bring up the conversation regarding the nevertheless we persist uh, persist excuse me me too because that's the second book that she did in that I don't want to not really yeah. a series in that top you know yeah and, and the first book also I got nominated for an Audi yeah it did so, yeah she yeah. I love how she's so real you know yes she's just I think that a lot of people um, myself included I'm very like oh I should make sure all my posts and my things that I put online show this, you know, reality that I think other people want to see. And Tanya just, you know, she puts it all out there in a way that makes you feel seen and heard and makes me at least, you know, know I'm not the only one struggling out there. And Mm -hmm. I think that that's like she, Blunder Woman, even the name (laughs) represents that like, it's okay to be human. And I think that she needs to be in this industry because you know she brings hum hum humanity hum yeah that's not the word i'm looking for she just brings like the the aspect that i think can so easily get lost in the shuffle of business mm-hmm. she like brings the the beautiful quality of what making art is back into this industry yeah the uniqueness yes yeah. yes yeah i love the fact she embraces it she embraces you know her quirkiness, she embraces her humor, she embraces when she messes up. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. Think, yeah. And like you were saying, it's something that um, we're lacking nowadays, everybody, because of the way social media is. And I think it's great. I think social media has been able to connect people in a way that years ago we would not be able to do. Um, but again, it's just like with any ups, there's always downs to things. Mm-hmm. Um, they, you know, Nowadays, we have this thing that it has to be perfect and everything has to be crossed and eyes, you know, dotted and heaven forbid to the point where people are like photoshopping themselves at, on, you know, to travel. And I'm going, right. yeah, no, or, you know, things like making a cake. And I just love the fact that Tanya is like, yeah, 
this is what it tasted great but it looked like shit (laughs) yeah and i'm like that's right that's great because then i can go make some like really ugly cupcakes (laughs) and be like you know what doesn't matter they're made with love and they make me feel good yeah and And they taste great and they taste great yeah i was yeah i was so excited when um when we got the list of you know, finalists and I'm going, kind of going through and I'm going, I know you, yes, no, 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 no. Oh yeah, I know you. (laughs) That's the fun part to go through the list of people and just be like, oh my gosh. And it's been fun as my career's grown is like the list of names are starting to become more familiar to me, but also I'm like, oh, and I actually get to have like a real friendship or relationship with that person. Mm-hmm. And because then, then it gets more exciting because you actually get to be part of their cheerleading. You get to, you can cheer anybody, but there's something special about it being someone you have a genuine connection with. Cause then you can just, cause I truly believe that when somebody else is successful, it doesn't mean that you are less. So it means that, you know, what is it? Rising tide lifts all boats. Yeah. So it's, that's, Yes, it is exciting to go through the list and be like, yeah, go mm-hmm. you. Yeah. <laughs> so, I agree. Or, yeah, I even had some moments where I'm going, oh, I didn't know that you did that book. Ooh, adding it to my list. Um, yes. <laughs> I had that too. Yeah. So for those that may not know what we're talking about, um, oh, can you right. let us know a little bit what the Audis are and, you know, any information that you have on this award ceremony? Um, I've only attended one once before, which was two years ago. I couldn't go last year because I was in a play called uh, Behind the Sheet at Ensemble Studio Theater, which was great, but we got extended. And uh, part of that meant I couldn't, I had to perform. Um, there are uh, worse things that could happen, but mm-hmm. the Audis are like the Oscars of the audiobook industry is the way it's been described many times. Um, it's... Uh, a chance for um, the audiobooks of the year to be recognized, um, the cream of the crop to be nominated and then, um, you know, selected as what the winners will be, uh, just like normal award shows. But um, I think that I, I don't know a lot about the submission process, though I do believe publishers, um, again, I, I'm only speaking from what I, th- I have heard or may know. So probably a casting director that works at a publisher would know better, but I think they're, um, they work with their print teams on selecting which books uh, they want to submit or uh, have considered. And also I, I believe independent authors can submit. Mm -hmm. I think some narrators can submit their own books that they've narrated as long as they clear it with whoever the publisher or the uh, rights holder is. Yep. Um, and then from that, I I think the APA puts a committee together, and I don't know that much about the selection process, but I've worked with the APA a little bit during their conference, um, APAC, and they're really good about making sure they have a diverse group of people listening, and um, I think that's how they, they pick things is, you know, getting a tally of a vote. But again, I haven't been on that side of things, so I'm not totally sure, but that's the, the thing I do know is it's a great party. Yeah. <laughs> Dressed up and you get to be with all your friends and you get and to go out of the booth after, and out of the booth <laughs> and a great after party. Um, and that's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah. I, I just really want to be with my colleagues because we see each other online all the time. Mm-hmm. But I, it's, I see them once or twice a year in person and that's not enough. So, yeah. Well, literally, when you said um, described it as the Oscars for the audiobooks, it's 
literally like that. Everybody's getting dressed up. Everybody is, you know, getting together beforehand to do hair and makeup. And I, oh yeah, I'm hiring know. Glam Squad, man. <laughs> I also did Rent the Runway, which I don't. If anybody's listening, who's like, oh my gosh, I have a big event and I don't know what to do. A wonderful friend of mine recommended getting Rent the Runway for the at Unlimited, which is like you can do it per month. And if you just, I I haven't fully followed this through yet, so I could be wrong, but I'm just doing it for a month and it costs the same as if I would do it for one dress, dress rental, if mm-hmm. I just do it for the month and I get to get like four looks at a time and there's no um, return, date. like if you'd rent a dress once, you have to return it really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you do a month, you can just like have things come in and try it on and see what works and you don't spend hundreds of dollars on a dress you're only going to wear once and put in your closet yeah that's awesome plus you can kind of pick in advance right like style colors versus having to go store to store to store to store to figure out what they have you know and if you're an odd size it's like this Mm -hmm. way you can just you know kind of check things out and not get overwhelmed i don't like shopping in stores it overwhelms me Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like too many options or not enough. And yes, yeah. there is a thing is too much choice. Yes. <laughs> so the narratives that I've been, you know, chit-chatting with here on and off, or some of the ones that I'm working with on these projects, um, are all excited about next week. Well, yeah, because this will be on a Friday, so it would be that Tuesday, um, rather that Monday, the second of March, um, because you guys are all going to be able to hang out and you know hang out with each other. <laughs> it's going to be so great. Yeah. Um, what are you looking besides you know meeting up with them and stuff looking most forward to hanging out with do you have someone in mind that you are like oh my god or just the idea of everybody um I have a group of people a group of gals that um I'm gonna have dinner with uh that include Jesse Belinsky Sophie Amos uh Sarah Beth Goer and Carly Robbins and then um I'm also going to have some folks at my table. I can remember everybody's name, um, which I'm going to try to do, as you can hear me typing on my computer. (laughs) Um, I'm excited to see Amanda Dolan is another favorite of mine. Um, And also, let me see, Greg Tremblay Mm -hmm. and uh, Caitlin Davies. Um, I'm really excited to see her. And then um, someone I haven't met in person, but I'm excited to, is Barry Krennic. I don't think I'm actually saying her last name right, um, but it's K-R-E-I-N-I-K. And she's fabulous. And also I've recently heard is a dialect coach that I'm going to be reaching out to since that is um, a little thing I want to, that's important for uh, audiobook folks to know how to do. So those are some people that I know I'll be spending time with throughout the evening. Um, and then there's lots of other I have Bob Sauer, someone else that I like very much that I'm going to get to see. Andy Arndt and the whole gang from Birthday Suit is yep. going to be there. Um, oh, man. There's like a whole list that if you would let me do that, I would be on this show for three hours. So. <laughs> I just love the energy and the excitement that everyone has been about getting to like, it's almost like a bit of a reunion. And part of it is, again, getting out of the booth. And, you know, hanging out with each other outside of having a microphone in front of you. Um, Because a lot, again, you guys do virtual conversations or you're recording. Because even like with the birthday suit, uh, which was a multicast. uh, Oh, yeah. I figure out um, when it's done, like, 
duet style, but it's more than two people. What it should be called? Um, <laughs> it's not multicast, I think, is, it is, is right. Takes care of that. I, I can't remember what category birthday. It might have been under multicast. I have to double check. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's thing, just. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say because you, you know, with the different styles, you have a, the solo narrator, and then you have dual, and then you have duet because they're interacting with each other. There have been some multicast where it's there's no interaction; that each one has just like a different uh, chapter, based on yes, the point of I've view. Yes, I've done several of those. Yeah. Yeah. So, but her birthday suit was done in the duet style, where everybody's kind of like interacting with each other. So yeah, actually, fun. to be honest, I don't know if that's called a multicast or something different. Yeah. Because I think it's still fairly new. Mm -hmm. um, unless I'm out of the loop. I think it's becoming much more popular. Like I know yes. Audible, I actually have a friend um, who's a stage actor, well, stage TV film, who's recently getting into audiobooks, who just told me she's going to be in, I guess it's called a multicast with Audible soon. And they also did, um, Carly Robbins was, did one mm -hmm. at Audible of Little Women. Yeah. Um, which is amazing. She got <laughs> to work with Laura Dern. Um, so yeah there's i don't know i know those are probably becoming more trendy um because you get more voices uh at once and it colors the picture more fully mm -hmm. i think in your ears that's yes that's what i mean sure <laughs> <laughs> no i um at first i was i was a little concerned when i first started listening to even duets um mm. because you kind of get used to how when you're narrating how you do the hero and the heroines and all the other characters and then the guy you know you get used to how he does it with the duet i was like okay let's see if i can keep up with everything mm. and i was able to and then now with the multicast uh, thanks to miss lauren blakely um who has been the one that's listened to the most in that style um i'm loving it i love it that i can you know it's almost like watching a, a movie or a play or you know tv mm. kind of thing so yeah that's kind of like how i take it um, but I know that some people are like, no, it's just too much. I love it. So I think it's like, um, you know, Lydia from Aural Fixation says it like ice cream. It's everybody likes it, but has a different flavor. Mm -hmm. So I think that's the same of, you know, how you want to consume audiobooks. It is, it, it, it's different for everybody. Quick to those two books that you got nominated for. Oh yeah. What did you like best about narrating those two different books? Oh, good question. Um, the last astronaut thing I loved is I felt like I really connected with the characters. I felt like for the first time I got to dig into my acting process in a way I never had in books that I've done prior. And I was supported by this wonderful team at Hachette. Michelle Figueroa and uh, Pavel Rivera were in there with me and just were so gracious and kind and we celebrated every day by doing something silly and fun and that kind of energy really gets the best performance out of me so the whole experience was wonderful and then the thing about nevertheless that i really liked was um i really related with the story that i told because i think so often um it was about saying no and how it's not okay if it's okay to say no or if it's not. And um, I felt like I had just very recently been in an experience like 
what I was going through and when telling that story and to be able to feel like not only was the writer speaking to what I had gone through, but I knew that the listeners, especially all the stories that happen in that book, I think can, it makes you feel like you're not alone. And it also brings to light that some things aren't okay. And maybe, maybe somebody listening to that book didn't know it wasn't okay. And all of a sudden there it's things are brought to light in a way that um, haven't been talked about before. So I liked that, that uh, my involvement in that uh, collection felt as though I was helping bring awareness to subject matter that has been um, hidden for so long. Mm-hmm. I know that it was very important. A lot of the readers loved the book and because of that, because it resounded with them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like it, it, uh, uh, especially now when there's, there's a video going around right now. Um, oh yeah. Uh, why can't I, th- uh, it's by girls, 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 um, about the, be a lady. They said, mm-hmm. I think is the name of it with Cynthia Nixon is narrating it. And then there's imagery throughout it, but it's, it goes kind of, it made me kind of think of the, in a similar, uh, stream as, you know, me, this, this, nevertheless, we persisted me too, of just all the messages that we are given as women mm-hmm. and how, how the, you just, so many things that you're told to believe that are then contradicted. And you just, you have all these ways of thinking how you're supposed to behave. And I feel like the more these conversations are happening, the more we're realizing you don't have to act this certain way and we can decide what the future of appropriate is. Mm-hmm. And also empowering ourselves to to do what we want to do and what we like to do, regardless of what label may be placed right. by others on us. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that video is very powerful. Um, I will actually um, include a link in our um, description yes. so people can go watch it. It's very interesting. And I think like you said, the topic is like, like, act like it was it act like a lady or be like a lady. I have to look it up. Yeah. yeah. I, I, be, be a lady, they said, is the yes. phrase that's coming to mind. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Um, yeah, it was, I, uh, somebody just posted it on my Facebook feed and I was like, whoa, yes. So, um, and I'm, I'm just taking a second to the, um, the name of my piece. Um, I just need to find it real quick. Oh, and I found the name, the piece that I did in Nevertheless, We Persisted is called, Yeah, I Know, written by Catherine F. It was just such a good story, but I'm the sometimes when I um you narrate so often, mm-hmm. like some of the titles start to blur together and I'm like, oh, I don't want to say the the wrong title. I hear you. The same thing when you're listening, you're going, What is the name of the damn book? And yes. it had the it had the girl and, and the guy and the guy. you know they got together. I, <laughs> I know, and the and the, and the thing about romance too is like then the the plot lines start to blur together sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wait. Was he a billionaire? Was he a billionaire? And then he opened a coffee shop and then they ran away together and created a bakery where they made heart-shaped donuts with money in in the middle. And I'm like, I can never, I can't remember. And I'm like, nope, that's not, you're crazy. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But it is true. I mean, that's one of the things I love about romance is that we are able to, you know, kind of pick what we like. You know, whether you do like the baker or the guy next door or the fireman or the billionaire that sometimes we're trying to figure out what exactly 
how he became a billionaire, but it's okay because he's Oh, a you're right. Now. Yeah, he, it's yeah. like a lot of the time they're like, oh, he's just a billionaire. And you're like, no questions asked. We yeah. just need to be rich. Yeah. One, I, one I really liked um, uh, recently that my alter ego, Virginia Rose, did. Um, I love me some Pippa Grant. Mm -hmm. And um, she, I think it was called Crazy. See, this is what I mean. All the titles, I, I start to blur them in my head. But I believe, let me find it. Here it is. Oh, shoot. Gotta. Um, there it is. There it is. Where it is. Where it is. Oh, my gosh. Crazy. I think it was crazy for you. Crazy in love for you or crazy. Oh, Pippa. Um, but crazy the for loving you. Yes. Thank you. Crazy for <laughs> loving you. I'm crazy because I can't remember how much I loved it. Um, <laughs> But that book had um, female billionaires in it. And oh. I was like, ah, let's get it. Like a group of four of them, I think it was. And I was like, this is, it was so exciting because it was a different take on the billionaire. And I was yeah. like, it's also just so funny. And I think her ideas are so fresh. And I haven't found any other romance that has the kind of wacky tales, but also still heartfelt goodness in mm -hmm. them that she does. So that was a that was a twist on the billionaire uh, yeah. romance in a different way yeah because usually it's one of those like an internship or a gig and I'm going with I had my internships um, <laughs> I've yes. had the office job <laughs> never with a billionaire and never that hot um, <laughs> nah, yet who knows maybe there's oh. still internships um, in your future oh no I think I'm all tapped out on school <laughs> I am a learner there, but you just, yeah, no. <laughs> yes, yes. Female billionaire, huh? Yeah. I love that. I want to add that yeah, to it was, um, there is also some really funny scenes in the book. Um, there was one really good scene where the character was drunk. Uh, and usually that's really hard to do as an actor, but her words were just so perfect. And I was like, man, if I've, I feel like this is reminiscent of a time when I've been... <laughs> Uh, you know, it just felt it was, and it was just so fun to do, and it was hilarious. And actually, I just another book I did for Pippa very recently that I don't know if it's out yet, so I can't say. But I was in the middle of recording a chapter, said a line, and literally had to stop recording because I was cackling so hard. <laughs> it was, oh, she's just, I love her. She's so funny. Yeah. Um, I think I've only read one of her books, um, but she's definitely on my list. I have a bunch of them that uh, I have to catch up on for her. And I do love that, that comedy fun. Uh, yes. Besides all the fun a, romance, you, good, you know, good rom-com. She's yeah. somebody I, I recommend as a win every time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You still can't get over the whole thing. Um, <laughs> well, we don't see a whole lot of that. I mean, I love again, the romance thing where we get to figure out new things and maybe discover that we have, you know, uh, oh, that sounded interesting. Like if the character did like a, a scavenger hunt or, you know, went on this specific kind of date or whatever, or knitting in some cases that they had, mm. you know. <laughs> I lo I'm a knitter. So I'm like, wait, I, yeah, yeah. knitting <laughs> romance? Sign Ooh, me up. up. <laughs> Just think of all the, the things you could do with you. Don't think about it. No, 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 no. Don't, don't, don't go there. Don't go there. Don't go there. Don't go there. Don't go You're right. <laughs> 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 but also you get to learn if you have certain kinks. Um, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> There's nothing better than highlighting something and saying, babe, later. Um, yes, 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 exactly. Taking yeah. notes, taking notes. Yeah, that was a nice pattern and how it was used. Nice. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> There's a thing called yarn bombing. Have you heard of this? No, do tell. Okay, so go on Google at some point and just, um, you know, search yarn bombing. And it's basically, I don't know how it can be bombing because it knitting takes time. Yes. So knitters put a lot of thought into this, but you basically find some random fixture, like a light post or lamp post or a, a bicycle that's, um, you know, not going anywhere, I guess, for a while. And a knitter will just like knit a sweater for it, basically, like just knit a covering and it's called knit bombing. Like you just, you knit over something. There was one that was really funny that I felt like would end up in the office if that show was still going. <laughs> like a, somebody's desk was completely covered in knitting. Like oh my God. An outfit around the desk. And I'm like, that's great. It's uh, things to aspire to. I just went to a knitting conference, um, Vogue Knitting Live. Hmm. Which, ooh, you want? It's like for people who, who are like Comic-Con for knitters. knitters. Yeah. I always wanted to learn how to knit. I can do one stitch and I can do something that goes in a straight line. So I have a few scars. Um, <laughs> hey man, I just taught myself on YouTube videos. Yeah, it's on my list of things to do among everything else that I have. Right, when you find a spare minute. <laughs> yes, yeah. Because I would love to do like little hats and stuff and maybe donate them to the hospitals and the, you yes. know, stuff like that. So there's a, my a list. thing, you know what you could do? There's huh? a thing called Warm Up America where you just knit four inch by four inch squares. And then um, I forget what the company is, but like they, they put them all together in blankets and, oh, nice. or yeah. I think, yes, that's, I've done it a couple of times. They have a, the Mets um, in New York had a, I don't know if they still do it, but I've gone to the stitch and pitch game mm -hmm. where they literally give you yarn at a baseball game and you knit while you're there. Oh, nice. It's really fun. Yeah. I don't know anything. I'm like, baseball, what? Give me yarn. Yeah. <laughs> huh. yes. Yeah, it's, it can be very relaxing doing that, you know, that kind of pattern and rhythm. I know that um, I was thinking about starting to, you know, learn a bit more because I tend to sit on the couch and to, you know, I'm going to go watch a movie. I'm going to watch this thing on, on Amazon because, you know, Shane said it was really good. And, and then I started being on the computer and watching. And I'm multitasking yeah. and I'm doing an email and I'm watching. And I'm like, I know that I'm missing being in that moment. So I'm going, mm -hmm. maybe if I'm doing something like knitting that's repetitive, you know, well, uh, I can focus yeah. to some extent, you know. <laughs> well, knitting and audiobooks go really well together. Oh, okay. um, because the thing about watching knitting and watching a movie is you, uh -huh. your eyes have to be on the screen. So you can, like, when you're knitting, you might end up, you're starting a sock and you end up with like, a leg warmer on accident, you know, <laughs> yeah. and, or, or who knows a hat, it just turns, or an elephant, it turns into something weird <laughs> because you're, you're switching your visual focus between the yarn and the yeah. key. But with audiobooks, it's like, you can just focus each of your senses on one thing at a time. Oh, nice. And it's very fun. Yeah, we have it's to really put relaxing. myself in a corner in a comfy couch and start knitting and listening to you guys more. Cause I don't listen enough. Um. <laughs> well, it's like, I've actually started, I decided I was going to start an audiobook club of one for myself <laughs> because I record them, but I don't ever have time to listen to them. Mm -hmm. But there's, I know that I learn so much when I listen to them. And also I just, I like to, um, my, my favorite kind of audiobooks are, I love self-development. Mm -hmm. And right now I'm listening to Rachel Hollis, Girl, Stop Apologizing. Mm-hmm. 
and I like it because it's just like motivating and um, exciting, but I was like, I don't have any time. So then I just dedicated um, and I'm taking walks now uh, every day. So I get out of the house for 30 minutes and I get to listen to my audiobook for 30 minutes. And then if I get to make dinner, which ha- like if I'm not having to go somewhere, that's another 30 minutes. So that's like an hour a day. Nice. New. Yeah. At least it gets you out of the house. I know that about five weeks or five-ish weeks ago, you posted on a That is on when Instagram. it started. <laughs> I did the tooth on the loose where I was yes. like, guys, I got to get out of the house. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, uh, you know, no one needs to leave because in New York, everything can be delivered. <laughs> I mean, that's just the thing. It's like, at that point, I was like, I haven't left the house in two days. And the only person I've seen is my partner. And like, he just probably thinks I'm bananas when he comes home and I'm jumping up on him like a dog. And I'm like, hi, hi, how was your day? Tell me everything. And he's like, uh, did you leave the house today? <laughs> so I actually, from that point on, I've been doing a lot of like, because I'm, because when you're an entrepreneur and you're your own boss, nobody mm-hmm. is telling you what to do. So I have to set a pretty strict schedule for myself. So I make my deadlines. Mm-hmm. But one of the things I realized was like, I need breaks. I can't just work like, through even though that's um you know I think that's a mentality that it it came from my corporate world experience is like you Mm -hmm. just work until your eyeballs fall out yep but I was like hey I'll probably work more efficiently if I give myself some complete uh no work time so I I after that post I was like every day it doesn't matter what's happening I am taking a 30 minute walk so I picked a little square that I walk in, in mm-hmm. my neighborhood, pop on that podcast or, or book or whatever, or sometimes nothing, just being present. And it's been, now it's my favorite part of the day. That's awesome. Then I was like, uh, I saw that. I'm going, oh, if I only live closer, um, yes. <laughs> I kidnap you for a few. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's go uh, get out of the house. <laughs> yeah, I got it. it it's those, but then I was like, well, if that didn't happen, I guess I wouldn't been able to do a tooth on the loose, which the thing, somebody recently reached out on my Facebook fan page and was like, we need more tooth on the loose. And I, that's the, I can't, I feel like once I start trying to make it happen, mm-hmm. it won't, you can tell, you'll be like this, this is, you're pushing, this isn't yeah. working. So the crazy, you can't make, you can't force crazy. You have to let it. <laughs> oil like a little like a little you know frog you put a frog in water and it's like do 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 and then all of a sudden it's like that was such a horrible that's such a horrible way of thinking i am a frog in a hot booth what i am talking myself in a hole right now what's the next question (laughs) (laughs) yeah well i did notice that there weren't so many um you know as it was before but i also know that you have this energy about you and this you know it's genuine you know, when you do these videos that, and that's why I always smile when I, and I'm like, Oh, I wonder if you did anything when I need my pickup, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Day, yeah. Yeah. I just have to, I, it was really funny after I did that post, I had a couple friends reach out and be like, Hey, can I <laughs> hang out. And I was like, Oh, I guess, I guess I got people a little worried. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's, I don't think a lot of people realize that because most of us do corporate world. And or we have right. offices and stuff like that. If we even own our own business, where there's some interaction with somebody else, whether and even if it is I aming, 
um, like a lot of corporate people are now doing. Um, right. You guys are in a booth, like, and it's not like we're a booth. we're actually in a padded room, like people in institutions are yeah. talking to ourselves, but we're getting paid for it, which makes it okay. Yes, and in different voices <laughs> on top of everything. I else. know. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just. It's so funny to me that I willingly chose this, yeah. but I actually find this little booth, which I'm in right now, to be mm-hmm. quite comforting. It's like a little. It's like a hug. Yeah, because they're small too. That's something else too I was going to say that people make my think that they're bigger, but no. they're pretty small. So you guys are also like, if you're, you know, not into small spaces, um, yeah, you can't do this job. You can't do that job. And if you're not okay with being by yourself for a bunch of hours, um, not, mm-hmm. not, not well, the job for you. <laughs> yeah. I've actually had a couple friends who are like, Hey, I want to get into that. Like actor friends. Mm-hmm. And there's a great link that, um, Sean, uh, Sean Pratt. It has mm-hmm. a link, I think, that says, so you want to be an audiobook narrator? Mm-hmm. And he has this great exercise of, like, before you invest any money or time into this, go sit in your closet for two hours and talk to yourself. Like, not talk to you, but, like, read a book. And mm-hmm. if you can't handle that for just, you know, two hours for a week, a day, like, two hours a day for a week, then then you know right off the bat. Because a friend of mine did the exercise, and he was like, hell no, I hate that. <laughs> So, you know, yeah. it's not for everybody. A little earlier on in our talk, you mentioned a dialect coach. And I know that yes. when we spoke in June, you, um, I asked the question about, you know, your favorite accent, because, you know, can't oh, talk right. about accents without having, you know, when it comes down to having a narrator in front of you. Um, you had mentioned how the Southern accent is one of your favorites. And you also like the British, but you were going to get some coaching on that. How did that go? Ah, mm, thank you for bringing this back up, because it's good. <laughs> it's good for me to push myself because I'm, I'm terrified of accents. Like they're, um, I feel really comfortable with pushing myself as far as like in the acting space of a challenging character or something that I'm like, "Mm, I feel uncomfortable, but I always feel like I want to lean into that discomfort. But when it comes to accents, it's, it's hard because I feel, um, unqualified and because I didn't have a lot of formal training in college. So I instead I had a recent book that I did that I um, loved the story so much, but got so intimidated by the accents. Um, I I found a weird workaround when I started working on the book to kind of help myself through it, of just doing the book with um, doing a couple chapters of reading the book without accents, just so I could feel the character within me, and then going back and uh, filling in those those blanks. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't recommend to do again, but it was a good exercise. But it, what it made me realize is the way to kind of deal with this is to face it. Mm-hmm. So I reached out to on my in my personal community, I reached out to some people to ask for a list of accent coaches. And Barry was one of them that was listed, along with a couple other people in my community and then people I didn't even know about. So I now have this really nice list of people that I'm going to um, this month, actually, or March, I should say, uh, I'm going to like go through a list and do some research on who I would, because I, I want to not just, uh, if I have an accent that's coming up for a particular project to work on it, mm-hmm. but I think what will really help is setting up almost like a class, like how you learn a foreign language. Yeah. You don't like take one French class and then know how to do it. You have to build it as a skill. And I think um, that's, that is my goal for 2020 is to become more comfortable with the things I'm uncomfortable with mm-hmm. and, or one of the goals. And so that's, um, I just worked with 
uh, PJ Auckland, who's um, a big, he's Dr. Dialect on a Boston accent yeah. for the book I'm going to be working on. And he, he was really great. And I just, for the first time when he was like, Hey, try this, you know, tech, the, the couple of tips that he gave me. And he, he was like, just let go. Just don't worry about it. Just be in the moment. And um, I think that's something that I forget is like the acting is people don't really care about the accent. They just want you to tell them a story. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm doing is I'm um, going to be trying to work at least on a weekly basis, just mm -hmm. on accents, maybe one particular per month. Um, but so that I can feel more comfortable with them. Cause I think it's like with anything, if you feel intimidated by it and avoid it, it's still going to show up in your life. And until you, you know, empower yourself by saying like, I can do this. Mm -hmm. It gets easier. Yeah. You also don't want to limit yourself in potential jobs and, and, and really good opportunities because right. one of the character has an accent like a Scottish one. Um, and Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's still a challenge. That's still a challenge. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, um, you know, they're really lovely to listen to. Yeah, just, they are. Yeah. yeah. Or accents. The... No, sorry. No, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say sometimes when there's like, um, countries that are really close together mm -hmm. then their accents start to different things start to sound the same and I'm like wait are you are you Russian are you Romanian mm -hmm. are, wait, I, oh, and that's that's something too of like tuning your ear to hear the fine differences which yes. I don't have just yet but I'm I'm, I'm sh sharpening my skills it's awesome yeah I know that again I, I love the accents and I'm very particular because I don't want to hear it as if it's a mockery or you're making fun of it right you know because you don't want the lucky charm um I <laughs> sense in the moment when it's in the bedroom scene or on the car or whatever oh man <laughs> you know I, re I recently was thinking about how funny it would be if like you're <laughs> like I'm in here reading these sex scenes I'm alone I'm bored sometimes not bored but like sometimes I'm just amusing myself by trying out different weird voices and I'm like ah, making myself laugh by doing a Cartman voice <laughs> I was like nope that would not be sexy no no there's I mean I'm all for trying new things and uh open-minded imagine if you're like into the book and you're like oh yeah this is this is just great and then all of a sudden that pops up yeah happening yeah well like uh today lauren um blakely did a yes. cute little video on um and it's funny too because to me it's like it's it's the ocean waves just like the uh, top view of the ocean and the interest were basically you know listeners favorite four little word that joe arden says and uh, uh. i'm going oh, <laughs> i know this one um <laughs> uh. and he's being funny too because he's like it's love right and i'm like well you know what actually yeah. When, you do, when you do say stuff like, you know, in, as a character and you're going, but I love you. I do like how he does that, but that was not the four letter word. Um, no, I'm, sure there's, I'm sure his uh, audience would think of a lot of other four letter words. Yes. Yes. There were a few. Yeah. Um, but it was just one of those things now that I'm going, yeah, that would not be the exact same four letter words. It's like the lucky charm guy was saying it, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's true. Like the wrong voice can really, yeah, really butcher a, story yeah 
So well, at least you're having fun when you're doing your job, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Um, always just keep trying to improve, mm-hmm. seeing, how, seeing how things go. <laughs> Did you end up ever getting that um, T-shirt that said, a lady in the streets and a freak in the spreadsheet. <laughs> uh, I wanted, you know, I haven't gotten it yet. I should just do it. I'm just going to, mm-hmm. after we get off this phone mm-hmm. call, I'm going to hop, hop on. Cause I saw that it, it's like, I think your, I mean, your phone does listen to you, right? Because you have those conversations and then it pops up in an advertisement. Mm-hmm. Cause when we had that talk, it like showed up the next day and I was like, you, yeah. so it's just such a good shirt. And I love me some Google sheets as well. Yeah. I've been, um, like it's tax season, right? Mm-hmm. So I've been trying to get myself organized and I, I just, that's one thing I do love is organization. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite. I was a professional organizer for a real hot minute, but wow. then I, I realized I, my clients were, I didn't like doing it because I was like, my clients are so disorganized. Yeah. And they <laughs> won't keep this up. <laughs> no, I guess that's not the it's point. Like pop quiz in a couple of weeks. And when I show up, <laughs> it better be like, Ooh, but, but, um, Am I saying it right? Mari, Marie, Mari Kondo? Mm-hmm, yes. Have you read her book or seen I haven't her new read, show? Yeah, I've, I've seen her t- uh, her videos on how to fold the clothes. For an oh my God. Oh, I, I made so, so much more space in my closet. Thank you. I, <laughs> I just, I read her book. I try to read an actual hard copy, mm-hmm. like a paperback book at night so that I'm not um, watching anything on the s- screen. And her, so I read her book for like a couple weeks because um and and I just like I kind of I did it wrong because I was like trying to follow the book as I was reading it and then I realized at the end of the book you're supposed to like read everything and then do the process (laughs) so right now my closet's cleaned out and I've got my clothes folded all pretty but now I've just got like bags of 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 clothes I need to give away Mm -hmm. um because I'm like wait I've got to do the whole process and then like find the joy where's the joy <laughs> find all the joy um yeah it's an interesting concept uh you know because it's true we like to you know oh something's pretty or something you know that you like something and then you grab it or like when you go to a store like I've learned to be very particular when I go to places like Ross or yes. good um good homes or home goods home, home goods, goods. Home oh, goods yeah. yeah because those are the stores that if you don't grab it write them in there you're not going to find it again no. So I, I have a process where I kind of go look at it twice, go to the next lane, come back to it. Mm-hmm. And then if I really want to put it back in the car and as I'm walking to other areas in the store, I'm thinking, do I really need this? Yes. You know, yes. it goes back most of the times, but it's just, again, cause that's that one moment where it's bringing you joy in the moment, but will it bring me joy? Right. Later? But will it? <laughs> and yeah. And also like I, I realized through, um, kind of doing some organizing and, and reading her book of re- uh, realizing it gives you gratitude for what you already have. Yeah. And like you were saying, being more mindful of new items you bring into your home. Mm-hmm. So um, I realized I don't need as much stuff as I thought, which is good. Yeah. And then also figuring out there's a great, um, a friend of mine recommended out of the closet, I think is the name of it. That it's a, a donation place that, uh, a percentage or maybe all I can't remember I have to look it up but what um the the a donation goes to people fighting AIDS mm-hmm. which was really neat and I was like oh that's a cool way of like uh, I liked the concept of it's not necessarily that you're giving your clothes away it's that they've served or that your items have like served their purpose with you and they're going to go give joy to someone else yes I was like oh I 
like that. Yeah. Same thing. It's something I try to figure out when it comes down to certain things that I'm doing giveaways, whether it's a, uh, I'm getting, you know, donating the clothes or I'm donating like the books. I'm like, okay, the books, where would this be the best at? Do I do something like yeah, a like Goodwill? Oh yeah. Or do I do also, something like a library? And I'm like, so, library. so hard for yeah. people who are, is mm -hmm. Bibio, uh, I can't think of the word right now. When you're when you're a big book person, yeah, bibliophile. Um, yes, it's just like that's probably one of the hardest. It's like how, how can I possibly give this away? Yeah. Well, I learned for me personally, I don't buy books unless I I have already read it or listened to it and I loved mm. it. Mm. Um, and even then I haven't done a whole lot of buying cause I'm out of shelf space. Um, but <laughs> yeah, and you don't, you're right. Like after you read it, are you really gonna yeah. look at it again? Exactly. No, exactly. And the other thing too, is that, uh, when I do buy it, it's for the intent of getting the author to sign it. Ah, kind of yes, yes. So that's, I, that's the books now that I have the majority of them are signed and personalized. Oh, that's me. nice. Yeah. And I need to get your signature on a couple of things. Um, <laughs> yes, I would happily do that. Ooh, yeah. my signature. Yeah. Well, you guys are starting to go more into events and book signings and conventions. I, yes. So. Well, I found that um, there's something really lovely about because so many, many things happen with me and authors or co-narrators, too, is just it's all on email mm -hmm. and something so joyous about because you're reading somebody's baby, you know, mm -hmm. and then you get to meet them in person. It's so fun. And then you also get to be surrounded by these fans who are so enthusiastic about the genre. Mm -hmm. So I love going to conferences. Yeah. Do you have plans on going to anyone in 2020? Um, Virginia is going to go to a polycon, which is next month. Yeah. March. And then, um, I'm not sure about, I know that I'm for, well, this isn't so much for fans, but, um, I'm definitely going to the APAC conference and then maybe back to the Sovas. Uh, I think that's in October or November, October, mm -hmm. but, um, I might sprinkle another one in there. Uh, just have to see. That's that's the I have to do some planning. Hmm. Um, well, I'll keep you in the loop because there's a, a book signing down here in Orlando. That oh uh, yeah. Um, I so, wouldn't mind that nice weather. Oh, oh I guess is that oh yeah. What's the heat? What's the temperature there right now? Um, actually, we're in the middle of a cold front. Ah. Um, so this morning it was like 54. It's currently 59. Oh, weird. Wow, that's it's like well, it's cold here today, but. Mm -hmm. that's it's been really nice in new york recently yeah no we've had good days here um it's been like over the weekend last weekend it was kind of cold i was in savannah georgia and it was freezing um oh, georgia I, yes savannah um <laughs> yeah <laughs> all the historicals and you know all that fun stuff and i was trying to see if i was going to hear one of those uh little southern sayings and stuff but i don't think i did hear anything Oh, well, and, you'll just have to go back. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. It's definitely on a, on a go back to. I love Savannah. It was a, the whole historical and, you know, learning the history and, oh, yeah, look, I'm walking on the street and this is where certain things are buried. Lovely. Um, ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's interesting how things we see them now in our, you know, in our faces, the buildings and, the, you know, the lamps, you know, posts and stuff. And then you're going back in time almost when you go to these older cities like, you know, St. Augustine in Florida or Savannah. The historical side and you're going oh so this is kind of what it looked like back in the day mm. so 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 it can be fun but yeah i mean this book signing stuff um the one here in orlando i put in the application i guess is how the process goes or the proposal 
of right. running a table so I can have some of you guys come over and hang out. Oh, how fun. Yeah. Well, um, people look at me like I'm weird when I talk about you guys as if you're imaginary friends and I'm like, no, they're very <laughs> real. Um, <laughs> oh man, I will show up. Just be like, yeah. I am real. real. Yeah. I am here. I'm real. Yeah. Yeah. And again, like, you I mean, we talk all the time online and via texting. Right. And it's so much fun to just like, no, I'm serious. He's a real person. Exactly. But it's to hang out, but also to bring you guys into the, again, not the real world, but into the, 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 no, realm that's, of, well, it's true. Like yeah. what, there, there is like a, uh, IRL is like in, cause it's so much of the world interacts online now. Yeah. That it's almost like uh, sending a thank you card in the mail, for example, is something nobody does anymore because everything's just so virtual. So that's yeah. why I think these experiences of being with people in person are so rich yeah. because it's, it's, you get to be authentic and real with mm -hmm. someone and connect because yeah. that's what humans ultimately want to do is we just want to connect with each other. Yeah. But also just to bring the audiobooks into some of these conferences, I think now lately, um, like a polycon was one and I went uh, last year to it. Um, now I'm bummed that I'm not going this year because you're going to be there. Um, but, you know, the there was a couple of narrators there and hanging out from, a, you know, na a romance narrators. Romance narrators, yep. yeah. And they did some panels. And then they also had come back a couple of years ago to the formerly known as uh, uh, Artique Book Lovers Convention. That's right. no longer in yes, place. Yes, I went, I went yep. to that. Yep. Mm -hmm. I think that's where I met you the first time was at the Georgia one. Yes. In Atlanta, yeah. Atlanta, yes. Atlanta, yep. That was and my first conference ever. Yeah, I, I was. Yeah. I was like, "What is this land?" It's so exciting. <laughs> yeah, but people are like, were like fascinated with you guys, and I think that also that's also why I wanted to bring um, narrators into this conference. It's smaller, and it's so it's more one on one a little bit versus mm -hmm. some of these bigger ones. Right. But again, a lot of people don't know that audiobooks are this popular, or also the uh, the opportunity to meet you guys. Cause it's happened to me. I've either met some of the narrators or some of the authors never listened or read any of their books, but I meet them and I like the personality and I will pick up their book. Right. That's kind of, I think that's how that sort of thing happens. Yeah. You're, you're introduced to something new and then you become a fan. Yeah. Um, so, and having that personal connection of meeting somebody in person, uh -huh. is that much more enjoyable Yes. when you're a part of it. Yeah. So I'll keep you in the loop. Um, do it. I'll come over to your there. table. I'll wear a t-shirt. I'll be like, we know each other. <laughs> Arrow, I'm with her. To you. I'm with her. Yes. I love it. Yeah, we love spreadsheets together. Um, <laughs> <laughs> cool. So, so keep me posted on your stuff that where you're going to be going to, because I know sometimes these things just pop up or opportunities just you know decide to show up. Um, like the thing that if a door opens, just run through it. Um, yes, so absolutely. Cool. So that'll be fun. So one of the things I'd like to do here is play a little game with my guests. Um, and you and I did last year, the, um, this or oh, that. I loved them. I loved your games. Yes, yeah. Again. <laughs> yeah. So with, um, I kind of retired the this or that because now I'm doing that strictly with Shane because he's just so much fun with it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So leave it to him. I'll do a new year. Yes. So the one I have now is kind of like, uh, would you rather? Oh, yes. Yeah, oh, so two couple options here. Um, All right. I'm ready. Are you ready? Okay. So obviously because it's a book uh, conversation, would you rather be an unimportant character in the last movie you saw or an unimportant character in the last book you read? Oh, what was the last movie I saw? <laughs> um, I saw, oh my gosh, I saw the cutest Troop Zero. Uh-huh. 
Have you, I think that I'd probably be, it is, if you haven't seen it, it is such a great movie. So feel good. Great for young girls to watch, but, um, cause it's, it's again about genuinely being okay with who you are, no matter what that is. And so I think I would be a minor character in that movie. Cool. Yeah. I think I have seen a couple of ads for it. Oh my gosh. My it's so cute. Awesome. Um, would you rather have to read aloud every word you read or sing everything you say out loud? Sing. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I think I would like to sing everything I say because that's what I do sometimes when I'm in. Yes. <laughs> like when I'm in between a break, this is why Tooth and Lose kind of started because I was, I just, I just do the weirdest things because I'm by myself and I'm just like, dude, dude, dude. And, and yep. So I would sing. Yep. Hands down, no questions. I thought that's what you would say. <laughs> <laughs> um, would you rather be able to teleport anywhere or be able to read minds? Ooh, teleport. I think reading minds would be a dangerous genie wish come true. You'd be like, I wish I could never have read this, but teleporting anywhere. That yeah. I will take. Yeah. See, that would be awesome for these conferences. I know. Like, <laughs> bing. Yep. We're Especially there. Sometimes when they overlap. Um, ah, yes. Yeah. Or when they're in the exact same place, but they're so spread apart in the locations of where you're going and need to be at. Um, right. It's like you got to well. take a, sh a shuttle to get there. Yeah. In places. So, would you rather always be 10 minutes late or always be 20 minutes early? 20 minutes early. Yeah. My dad is um, a retired naval officer. Mm -hmm. He told us when we were growing up, if you're not 10 minutes early, you're late. Yep. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm not always early. I'm try I try to be. But um, yeah, I hate being late. Yeah. I hate it. I know. It's a pet peeve of mine. I will leave an hour earlier, especially if I don't know where I'm going, just to make sure that I'm there with sufficient time to just breathe before doing whatever it needs to do yeah there's i mean there but there's like studies been done on on people who are late it's like a there's a there's it's just a it's like a, i don't know if it's something you can actually it's got to be something you can work on of course but that there's yeah. like a it's just ingrained in you yeah to be late yeah you have the opposite it was ingrained in you to be early <laughs> i know <laughs> good dad <laughs> yeah he's a great dad yeah would you rather never have to clean a bathroom again or never have to do dishes again? Bathroom. Yeah. Dang. I actually really like washing dishes, but the bathroom, man, it's just like, I feel like you clean it and then then it's just right back to being dirty again. Like, yeah. so, so Sisyphus, you just pushing that bathroom cleaning ball up a hill. What? The hairballs going up the hill. Okay, my uh, my metaphors are going real crazy today. <laughs> I think maybe I've been in the booth too long. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last one. Let's see. Would you rather be able to control fire or water? Ooh. Fire. Oh. I don't know why. Hmm. That would be fun. I don't know, though. Water is really cool, too, and it doesn't burn anything down. Yeah. I want to be like Captain Planet and just be able to do everything. <laughs> <Anything>. <laughs> I loved that show. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. I know people tend to have a, like figure they do like, oh, well, if I could do this, then if I get fire, I can do this. And if it's water, then I can do that. And I'm like, with any kind of element is always a good and a bad. So no right it's answer, true. you know? It's true. So. But I, I just, I dyed my hair in October, uh-huh. kind of the color of flames. So I think that's, I did a peek-a, peekaboo dye. So it's just the bottom half of my head. Uh-huh. I was like, yeah, the flames. So I think that's why I picked it. Oh, cool. Yeah, hey, you're you're feisty that way too. It's true. That energy you have that. Yeah, you have that energy. Um, there, uh, so I did. Um, I got yoga teacher training uh, a little over a year ago now, mm-hmm. and there's um, and now I'm showing how much of it I retained by not being able to remember. I think it's your doshas. There's like three different. There's bada, pitta, and kapha. Are like think of it like if it's a Cosmo quiz, you answer all these questions of you know, certain personality traits and what you, you get put in one of maybe these three categories or, mm-hmm. you know, a pie graph of which one you fall into. And the, the one that's kind of more of the fire sign is what I, Pitta, Pitta, I think, I hope I'm saying that right, is um, the one I got. So I think that might be part of it too. I've got a oh. fire in my solar plexus. <laughs> yeah, I tend to go more for the water, uh, you know, being oh, a Pisces. Yeah? Yeah, oh, being that Pisces. Pisces. I am, yes. Yeah. I'm on the March 3rd baby. So I'm Oh my gosh, that's right. Is this yeah. gonna come out before your birthday? Yes, it is. Yep. Ah, everyone <laughs> who's listening, <laughs> wish this woman, this wonderful woman, a happy birthday. Aw. Yes. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, the world is such a b- better place with you in it. Aw. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do believe, though, that, you know, some people get, like, downed on birthdays, and there's so many different, you know, yeah, reasons I've for it. Yeah, and stuff like that. And that, But I always try to celebrate birthdays um, because yeah. it means that you're here. And you're, you yeah. know, that individual is bringing you know, their energy and their, their, their spirit and their good life into this world that makes it better, you know, for it. Yeah. I've, I've had both birthdays and I think it's, I've had birthdays, like one of my, I guess I shouldn't reveal my age, but whatever. Um, like when I hit the 30 milestone, I had, it was, I hated that birthday because I was like, wait, I'm supposed to have accomplished all of these <laughs> things by now. And like, none of it's happened. And I freaked out. And my sister and my partner and my parents were like, let us do something nice for you to celebrate. And I was like, no, mm-hmm. I'm going to sit in my room and cry. Yeah. Um, because it's like, sometimes birthdays are a reminder of what you feel like you haven't achieved. Yes. Looking at it in the opposite direction of like, Look at all the things that are to celebrate that you've done that you didn't think were yeah. possible. Yeah. Or the opportunity to be able to do them because you're right. You're celebrating, you're celebrating another year. And can you know? eat, get to eat cake. Yeah. And like get somebody to buy a dinner or something maybe. <laughs> <you know? laughs> yeah. That's actually what I'm thinking. I'm going, yeah, hey, do I want cupcakes? What kind of cake do I want? Oh man. Yeah. Oh, now options. I'm you know? Hungry. Yeah. I pasta. I just like to eat like a good, like homemade pasta. Ah, so good. Yeah. Can't go wrong with Italian food. That's for sure. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. Carbs. Yeah. Yeah. And not good for you, but it's your birthday. You get to do you. It's my cheat day. Yeah. It's your birthday and you'll, you'll eat if you want to. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, funny. But yeah, so I think that's where I kind of get to my water thing is I, I have very, you know, I love the, uh, the sound of the ocean. I actually fall asleep to it. 
uh, I have Ooh. a machine. Yeah. I, I, le- I was having ter- trouble sleeping and I was in an office and they were, they had the white noise and I took a nap. I don't take naps. I don't do naps. And I realized, Ooh, the the sound is the only, you know, variable here. Um, because yeah. I'm at home. So I'm like, I give it a shot. I got the machine and, it and had- you're out. And multiple different sounds, anything from like birds creak, you know, singing. Right. Raindrops. Yes. Yep. The oceans, like the waves crashing. Yes. And, and the white noise. The white noise was not doing it for me at all. Yeah. Um, but the, the, the waves crashing just completely like I'm able to stay asleep and I don't hear a thing. <laughs> I, yeah, I just joined the app Calm. Mm-hmm. I've been using Headspace, but I, I was looking for an app that had, I, I knew they had more of those kind of nature sounds yeah oh my gosh it's so soothing yeah and i'm a super dork too is because i did i went through this whole thing with sleeping of trying to do a nighttime routine Mm -hmm. and i got all my electronics out of my bedroom but that means i didn't have my cell phone alarm to wake me up anymore (laughs) yeah for the holiday i got this really cool um as a gift i got one of those sunrise simulation alarm clocks oh I don't know if you've heard of them. Yeah, I have. But, but they like, I set it for, let's say seven o'clock. Then the light starts turning on a half an hour before in like this nice deep orange color. And as it gets closer to the time you're supposed to wake up, it brightens into white light. And so you like naturally wake up and then you can set the alarm to sounds of birds chirping you awake. Like you're freaking Cinderella. You're just like, <laughs> no, not Cinderella, Snow White. Light. <laughs> it's so great. And they do have an ocean sound too. So if you want to like, of course, then you wouldn't wake up, I guess. Well, that's the thing that I'm yeah, trying sleep. to figure out. Like I know, I know people that can sleep through with lights on, thunder outside, a bomb can go off, fireworks, and they, they sleep right through it. So I'd be interested yeah. to see if that's something that I would be able to sleep through it or not. Because I am sensitive to when like the lights or, or sound too. I'll wake up when I hear the dog running back and, uh, forth, back and, yeah. forth, back and forth. I'm like, damn it, dog. Uh. <laughs> Don't you know there are people trying to sleep over here? Yeah, I still have five minutes before the alarm goes off. Oh, that's off. always the worst. When oh. you five minutes before yeah. and you're like, ah. Yeah. Yeah. Even when you do it 15 and then you and you're able to fall asleep and then you hear it again, you're going, it has not been 15 minutes yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so mean. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It's like oh. that's a form of torture torture yeah. people could use. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I'm just uh but it's nice that we are able to do these little things to kind of get back into routines as far as being able to sleep because sleep is very important. Um, though sometimes you guys do keep me up as I have to not, I can't put it down and I'm listening. Uh, so <laughs> I'm like, one more it's chapter. True. One yes. More chapter. <laughs> I think I almost got a pillow for my office that said that. One yeah. more, just one more chapter. So I kind of been laid out to work once or twice because <laughs> uh, I'm sitting in the, in the, in the car and um, <laughs> I'm like, come on, get to the end of the chapter so I can go. Yes. And then you're like, oh, but what happens next? And so that's when you kind of have to like, go, no. Yeah. You're it's, like, now I have to go. And I got to go to work. I got to go to this boring thing that I don't want to go to. Or... Yeah. The damn, damn day job. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff just just got to go. Yeah. You're like, oh, I got to go into this family reunion now. <laughs> But I'm going to be thinking about all these fancy characters. Yeah. But yeah. that is a good thing about having these electronics that we get to take them with us versus all these books that we want to carry like back in the day. So yeah. Options. So yeah, that's cool. Speaking of books, um, before we go, why don't you tell us uh, what you're currently working on, if you can share, and what's coming out next for you? 
Yes, I think I can share this because it's already registered on pre as pre-sale on um, Audible. But mm -hmm. right now I'm reading this really cool book called No Filter by Sarah Fryer. Uh -huh. um, and it's all about Instagram and like how it came to be and where it is now and all the interesting things that had to happen in order for it to become the empire that it is and um, kind of the things that have just, you know, it's interesting how I don't want to give too much away because it's just it, it's a it's a great I'm ha I'm I'm a kind of on the edge of my seat as I'm recording it because I'm oh my gosh this is so exciting just knowing because it's it seems um often like this big mystery and you don't know what's going uh -huh. on behind it so yeah. that's what I'm um currently working on right now as Megan um and then as Virginia I don't know if I can talk about what I'm working well you have three pre-orders up as Virginia so. oh tell I don't have that up yet okay. do you do you have it up you tell, tell me what I'm working on so you're working on uh, or unless you already did it because I've learned that sometimes you guys record this stuff and it doesn't come out for a couple more weeks or months. oh yeah everything that's yeah. up there actually I have already recorded yeah so um, you have but a... just finished inked with a kiss um okay, with cool. Carly Robbins which is really cool I've never done an FF before and cool. it was fun to like have her as my co-narrator. Um, really sweet book. Is it duet style or dual? No, it was dual. But okay. um, it was still neat to have a female co-narrator and yeah. somebody who's also a close friend of mine. So, because um, I got to she, the way that the files were uploaded, I could uh -huh. see her files and listen to them uh -huh. before I started my recording. So I actually listened to her whole first chapter before I went in. So I would have a feel of the book oh and nice know, um how i wanted to record which i haven't had the pleasure of being able to do before which was really fun mm -hmm. yeah um, you had mentioned back in june that you wanted to do an ff yeah and now yeah. there it is Showed perfect up. yay um so that yeah, comes out april 13th yeah and i have a, i have a bunch of things in the queue yeah. that are coming up that i'm like recording now that won't come out for several months but they're um yeah, I wish I could. I don't know. You just well, you never have, know what you can say. But. So you have Closer to You series number three. Oh, that a. is Jackson. Yeah. Yes. Come to me recklessly. Yes. That is going to be a good one. I like um, I, I hadn't worked with her before. I, I did another book of hers that came out not too long ago. Catch me when I fall that I really liked. And then this one came that catch me when I fall was with Audible. And this mm -hmm. other one was with Tantor. Um, so right. Tantor. No. Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so it was, sorry, it's so hard to keep track of sometimes. Oh yeah. Trust me. I know. <laughs> um, but it was, uh, I like her writing and you, I also start to pick up little things that writers, like they'll write similar phrases or just, you start to find their cadence. So that's mm -hmm. really fun. Um, yeah. And that one comes out March 3rd. Yeah. Oh, it does. Happy birthday to you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And yeah. then you also have a Shielding Jillian by Susan Stroker. Oh yeah, she and I are working on um, that whole series together over the next two years. So, oh wow. Okay, um, cool. I hope I can say that, but I'm I'm really excited because um, she and I are working together directly and she's been such a delight and i'm gonna get to meet her at a polycon which i'm really excited about nice um so that that uh that's a single pov i don't have a co-narrator in that one and it was it was kept me on the edge of my seat and lots of hot seals in that book 
So, um, darn. <laughs> yeah, it was, it's really fun. Um, oh, and I should say on Megan's front, I guess it's already out, but a book that I really loved recording, um, that just recently, recently came out is called No Bad Deed by Heather mm -hmm. Chavez. Yep. Um, so fun. And there's a character named Megan in it. Oh, later you'll find her. And I just was like, oh, hey. hey. <laughs> um, but the writing is really good. The characters are really rich. And um, I also, we recently connected on Twitter and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so fun to get to like connect with the people whose words you get to read. Yeah. Um, so I've been, as Megan, I've been doing a lot more um, thriller and nonfiction and now sprinkling in some YA and um that's been really fun. So Virginia's got her whole thing going on. And then I'm trying to keep Megan giving Virginia all the romance so that she can just like do her thing and then I can yeah. do the other genres. And it's been really fun. Cool. Yeah, those are the three in the Virginia that you have. And then let's see, Megan, you have like you mentioned the no filter mm -hmm. and then that no bad deed that came out in the, earlier in February at the 18th. Yes. And then uh, to kill oh, the curse. To kill a cur Ooh, that one's so <laughs> fun. That one, um, I loved recording that book. Yeah. Um, By Jennifer Jerk and Jenkins. Yes. Jenkins. Yeah. She's the the book is so well written, and um, I had to ask the uh, author at uh, Jennifer about some pronunciations, and so she sent me a little voice memo. Um, you know, doing the pronunciation on her own. And she has such a delightful personality mm -hmm. through that little audio clip. And so I'm excited to share her work. It's a, that is a, a fantasy, fantasy, is that right? Let me see. I can never tell on, um, I mean, it, yeah, it's a, it's a fantasy um, YA, I think. Uh, a little, yeah. yeah, there's romance in there. It's, but I, I, once it comes out, I will say who some of my inspirations were for that book. Oh. But uh, I loved the storyline. I loved all the different places that they visit in the, this fictional world. And I also just, um, I'm excited to share that one. So cool. That yeah. And that's a no. series as well. Oh, awesome. So that one comes out March 10th. 10th. Yes. Yeah. You'll be. You'll be uh, starting a new lunar year. Yeah. At that point, that'll be a week. Old. You'll be a week old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the last one that's posted here is, is a deadly anniversaries. It's a yeah, that's mythology. a Yes, that is fun. I did two stories in that one, um, which I don't know if I can say because no, yeah, it's fine. It hasn't yeah, come yeah. out yet. But no, that's um, it. Like, look at that cast. Yeah, I was looking at that cast. Emily Wu Zeller and like. Who else? Cindy Kay and Angelo uh, Di Laurento. Yep. Yeah, Di Loretto. Sorry, I had to do the credits, and I look. I'm one of the biggest things you always fear as a narrator is pronouncing someone's name wrong. Mm -hmm. so I, I did some. Hopefully, I said everybody's name right. But I had you. You. It's weird when you start, you know, YouTubing or Googling other people's names who are doing exactly who do your job. You're like, yeah. oh, no, I'm stalking them. But then it's fun because you learn about them, and you're like, oh. <laughs> now I just sound weird. I've been in this booth too long. <laughs> yeah, no, you're fine. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, it's the same thing. I'm going. That's Angela de la de la. So I'm going. Okay, do I do the Spanish or the Italian? Um, <laughs> I, I, Italian, I believe. Italian, yeah, it is. Yes, Loreto. Um, so, and that's I, um, April 21st. It comes out. So yes, a little bit of waiting time on that one. But it's good. The waiting's fine because we have other books in between that we can catch up on. 
That's right. That's always good. Right. Awesome. So that's what you have going on. And I know there's a bunch of other books that are, you can't talk about yet because they're not um, yes, shared. I post my releases on all my social media. Yes. So, um, which I have the same handle on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, which is at Megan Tusing. Mm-hmm. And then for Virginia, it's at XO Virginia Rose. Yeah. So I keep it pretty simple. Yeah. <laughs> good for searching engines. That's really yes. good. Yeah. It gets creative. I'm going, what is your name? Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Well, congratulations again on your nomination, and I will be there you. with you in spirits and in my comfy couch. Um, uh, well, I'll be thinking of you. You'll be much more comfortable than I will. In yes, my yeah. High heels and all the bobby pins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have uh, some bubbly and uh, my comfy, probably my comfy PJs. Yeah. Um, and- <laughs> I'll wear lip gloss for you. Do um, it. Oh, I love that. <laughs> well, congratulations again. I'm excited for you and all the Thank other nominees. You. Um, and thank you again for taking the time to chat with me. And it's been a pleasure. Oh, it's been so fun. Yeah. Yes. Thank you for having me. I'm glad we were able to, our, our schedules aligned. Yeah. Perfect. And like she said, if you're not following her on social media, you need to, it's, it's, she's awesome. And, um, and it just brightens your day up with some of the stuff that she posts. So if you're not, uh, you don't have to go hunting. I'm going to create, um, provide all the links in the description so you guys can start following her and um and you can also find them at viviana enchantress of books we hope you've enjoyed this episode of the audio beloved podcast make sure to follow us on our social media platforms subscribe to the viviana enchantress of books newsletter and don't forget to submit your this or that questions for shane and until next time happy listening thank you for joining us on the audiobook loving podcast hosted by viviana enchantress of books for links and more info about today's episode or the audiobook loving series visit VivianaEnchantressOfBooks.com. Please consider leaving a review wherever you listen to the podcast if you enjoyed today's episode. Until next time, happy listening.